Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hope you enjoy this last little bit of Patreon goodness. This is about hermiting. If you would rather do anything but leave your house, if bed is the best place you know, if your animals are your very favorites and humans are like it's your second to third favorites after like Cheetos, this is for you because I get you. <laughs> hermiting is discussed at, um, at more length in both of the books that are available right now. So in Introverts at Work and in Calling to the Deep. Um, you'll find more about it. That's at kristenkalp.com. And I'm recording recording this far enough in advance that I don't know if there are any spots left to work with me one-on-one. But kristenkalp.com in the footer will have the magical info. And I'll tell you that the prices for absolutely all ways to work with me are going up in 2018. So if there are any spots left, now is the time, my friend. Now is the time. And if you are interested in any capacity in breath work, which is you lie down, there's a three-part breath, some shit moves around, you get revitalized, restored, you work through some things without talk therapy, without a whole lot of drama, then uh, you might be interested in kristenkalp.com slash breathe, and I will be unveiling all that goodness soon, which is part of why I'm hermiting and recording podcasts in advance and all that good stuff. As always, I'm at k at kristenkelp.com. I hope you enjoy this, and happy hermiting, guys. Hello, Patreon friend. It is so fucking exciting to say that. This is bonus podcast, How to Hermit Without Breaking Your Life. If you're lucky enough to have a business of some kind, you're probably also likely to toy around with hermiting, or at least I am. I will speak for myself. And even if you don't have a business this applies. When I hermit, a number of things happen. I don't show up for lunch or dinner or friends invitations. I don't return emails. I ignore phone calls. I cancel meetings wherever possible. I skip class, except especially, especially yoga. I ignore texts. I don't ask for help. I do my best to keep the world away from me, and I pretend I'm the only human on earth whenever possible. In other words, I hermit because hermiting is a verb. Hermiting is a good sign that you need rest, active recovery, 
in a friggin' minute. It's a sure sign that your output and your input are not aligned. You're giving too much or putting out too much (laughs) without restoring the well. You're pouring from an empty cup. Your body is freaking out and sending up fear flares. So you get all overwhelmed and miserable, and then you hide away, mostly against your will, for a day or two or 12. Like you're just trying to catch your breath. The more difficult the circumstance or the longer the storm has been brewing, the more likely you are to aim for disappearing entirely. Please note, I'm not judging this tendency. I know it well. But hermiting is deeply troublesome troublesome for your business life. It means you lose momentum. That Instagram streak of daily witty photos, that stream of booking inquiries that were coming your way, those blog posts or social media posts that were getting shared like crazy, they stop suddenly for no reason. Your audience members don't know why you went away, so they assume the worst. You don't care. You're too busy. You're not into them anymore. You've disappeared. So how do you hermit without breaking your business or breaking your life? First, acknowledge your nature. All humans want to run and hide from reality at one point or another. Maybe your latest project tanked, or you're way behind deadline on that one thing, or the mean girls are after you for a harmless comment you didn't even mean, or the client from hell won't stop emailing and then calling and then texting and then Facebook messaging you. Some situations will call for hermiting more than others, and some for longer than others. When tough shit happens or you feel depleted, do you typically want to hide for a few hours, a few days, a few weeks? The more time you typically take to hermit, the more carefully you want to plan for the hermiting itself. Yes, I'm saying to actively build hermiting into your life. Denying your nature, pretending that you're fine, steamrolling through your feelings, and acting like you don't need any rest will only lead to burnout, overwhelm, and that horrible, sinky, spinning feeling in which you can't figure out what to do next in your business to save your life because you are so tired. Should you launch a stationary line or start designing exotic costumes for local strippers, take up professional prize fighting, or write a trilogy of young adult novels? When all the ideas seem like good ones, you need a break. Plan for hermiting. After workshops or live events or launches of any kind, I plan to do absolutely nothing for at least three days afterward. Physically, I'm fine, but mentally, I'm tapped out. The sight of a political rant or another diatribe on Facebook will send me into an existential crisis, so I make time to unplug, like physically turn my phone off, and to ride out the energy of the event event, while I refill my own well. That means I have an email away message locked and loaded, a big X on the calendar for each of the three days after speaking or teaching in person, and the appropriate blog posts, podcasts, and social media updates for for said posts and podcasts scheduled well in advance. A seamless exit from the online world doesn't mean everything in my business has to stop moving or that I have to get three weeks behind on blog posts, which I'll beat myself up about later, or even that anyone has to know I'm taking a breather. Hermiting can be simple, straightforward, and scheduled. Scheduling this time means I don't push myself to the point of running away and hiding for a few weeks with nothing left in the tank without anything left to publish, share, or talk about. Abandoning ship at a moment of crisis kills momentum. Consciously letting the ship go on autopilot for a few days or even a week at a time keeps momentum going. 
Hermiting also provides a critical tool for my business planning. It helps me reconnect with what I want. Reconnect with what you want. When you're caught in the day-to-day tailspin of new orders, swiping credit cards, answering emails, shipping, packaging, making phone calls, updating Instagram, checking in on Facebook, wringing your hands about client requests, writing all sorts of posts and updates and newsletters, and otherwise managing the everyday realities of life as an entrepreneur, you might skip the part where you pull your head out of the mayhem and question what you're doing. Is this what you really want? Is the place you're headed actually interesting to you, or are you aiming for that place by default? Do you give a shit about the new product you're about to launch, or was it merely the next logical step as decided by the experts? Are you listening to all the voices and nudges that whisper no or not now and pushing through, thus overriding your intuition and setting yourself up for disaster? Hermiting gives you time for the dust to settle, and it makes answering those questions much easier. At some completely arbitrary moment between ordering pizza and watching reality TV and showering before changing into a new set of pajamas for the day, it will hit you. This feels terrible. I don't want to do that anymore. I can't keep going like this. I want to do that instead. In the quiet, and the downtime, you'll hear the whispers that help you course correct this ship of a business you're steering. Hint, the whispers are really, really, really fucking important. You'll also get to know the stroke of brilliance that points you in a whole new direction. One minute you're sitting in the yard writing an article, and the next minute you open an old file on your desktop, and it somehow magically boop, 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 transforms into the table of contents for your next book right before your eyes. Not that that has happened to me or anything. Downtime. Rest. Actively questioning your choices. Pauses between intense periods. This shit is not sexy, but it's vital to your existence as a human. You are not an exception to being a human. I'm sorry. Finally, schedule your seasons of hermiting well in advance. When are you likely to be so busy you want to hide under a rock? When are you much more likely to have time and space for more open interaction so you don't have to hermit because you don't feel all stressed out? When do you always say you're going to have time and then you don't? Note the patterns. No, really note the patterns. And that goes for your period too with my ladies. Download a period tracking app. Note your monthly ups and downs and then plan on handling your PMS or at least knowing that it's in the ether before it sneaks up on you in one of those like chocolate crying rage-festy, terrible things that leave you hollowed out and hating every last one of your clients for 48 hours. Plan to hermit at the height of PMS if that's when it feels best, or at least just notice that it's happening so you can handle it better even if you can't hermit. Oh, and remember, solitude is not a problem. You're not weird or broken or fucked up because you'd rather have alone time than social time most nights of the week. I promise. But why do we hermit in the first place? If you're a sensitive soul, my guess is that you feel all the feels. And when you feel all the feels, you naturally come to resent about half of them. They're too intense, too overwhelming, too gross, too weird, too fucking much. If you're not used to treating your feels like a channel, meaning that you let them flow through you without fighting them, they can get stuck. Bad feels stuck with a rundown feeling or two of your own thrown in, and you've got a recipe for hermiting if ever there was one. It's the equivalent of pulling the covers over your head and hoping morning will go away. 
The covers only give you a brief reprieve. Sometimes that's all, sometimes that's all you need. And sometimes you need so much more. That's where planning for rest and planning for hermiting makes you a brilliant, well-adjusted, thriving human being. You're probably going to feel guilty about taking time off. You will probably want to spring clean your house in the middle of July instead of lying in a hammock at the beach. You are going to fight the periods of active rest because when you are active and you're constantly going, you naturally want to keep going. Soak up the guilt. I'm sorry, that was completely wrong. Cut the guilt. Soak up the season. Like all of nature's patterns, like breathing in and out, like darkness and light, you're building your own sustainable rhythm. In case you're like, oh my God, I forget everything that you just said because of hermiting. First, acknowledge your nature. You have this tendency to hermit and then plan for it. Don't just abandon ship when it gets really bad. Plan for when you know it's going to be bad. Try to anticipate it. And while you're hermiting, reconnect with what you want. Give yourself time for the dust to settle and schedule as far in advance as you can with regards to seasons, especially if you have any kind of seasonal affective disorder or you know winter is terrible or you know you don't want to do shit during summer because you're just so happy to be outside. Plan for that. Schedule it. Make it okay. It's up to you to do those things. Also, this is an excerpt from Calling to the Deep, Business as a Spiritual Practice. You can pick up your copy at kristenkelp.com slash books and uh, wave to my fellow hermits. Tell me what you think about this particular episode in the comments and the magical feedbacky places in Patreon. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you Come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. Dot com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.